0: You are locked on Lakers, your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to locked on Lakers for Monday. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky. Hope you had a an excellent weekend. Um, this episode brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join us this week on Friday, Friday at noon Pacific, to get in on the action. Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. Um, Andy, we got a, a few things to to get into today. We're going to talk a little Lonzo Ball and whether or not LeBron is actively recruiting him. Mean, it's silly season on Twitter. But recruiting season with a
1: SZN. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the best where we're kind. at right now. Yeah. Um, I the as
0: people who follow us uh, regularly know um our favorite kind
1: of speculation is reckless speculation. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean I I don't waste my time with informed no. sourced well reported knowledgeable speculation. I want ridiculous yes. bleeding. You know, that's what I want.
0: Things that are rooted in truth are often not nearly as much fun as the random crap that flies around the internet during silly oh, yeah. season. So,
1: no, absolutely, that's what that's what I'm. I, I live for that. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll
0: we'll do that. We definitely we're going to try to get to uh, to Glenn Davis and Kyrie Irving and the uh, ridiculous Instagram post that that Glenn Davis put out. Um, on Sunday, after Kyrie Irving left the his, his game with the Bucks um, with an ankle injury, that he left the arena in a walking boot. Not that Glenn Davis cares. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll do that. But uh, let's start here, Andy, because this weekend was the 19th anniversary of the three peat team, the the third championship they clinched it um, on the 12th, I believe, of June. It was uh, 19 years ago. So over the weekend, it kind of reminds Back me Back when the two Nets things. were
1: still in New Jersey. I know. And, and Byron Scott was the coach, Jason Kidd, Kenyon Martin. Uh, Lakers made pretty quick work at that time right, Now Kenyon Martin's kid is like a pro. <laughs> so I know. Like, I know,
0: really man. It is nuts. I'm an old man. Um, so it, it got me thinking of a couple things. First of all, it's a reminder like – Man, those teams were good. Like you think like I I understand uh, we're in an era now uh, where it's three stars and not two or whatever it is, but like Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal played on the same team for a long time. That was good. <laughs> it's hard to find combinations of players that can be better, particularly in the combination with each other than Shaq
1: and Kobe. Yeah, that is for crazy. For all of the amount of drama that came with those two playing together and how they often did not enjoy playing with each other, they were incredible teaming off each other and yeah. it, it's obviously, you know, in unless you get into something like egos or weird fits or whatever, three is always better than two when it comes to stars, but occasionally two is plenty. And in this particular okay.
0: – It might have been too many.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess, actually. In but some it's ways. just
0: it, – It's funny. Like, I, people always talk with that team about the titles that Shaq and Kobe left on the table. And, yes, that it is true that the, on raw talent, if they'd been able to get along – and keep it together. And Shaq had a different work ethic, and all these. Then they could the, on ta- the talent would have won them more titles. Uh, but as as our, our our former colleague and and current Lakers broadcaster John Ireland likes to point out, given their personalities, and you add in like the ego of Phil Jackson and the spotlight of LA and all that, it's actually kind of impressive that they won. That, you know, as much as they did that, they held it together to like, that is something that should be celebrated. I think more than, um, kind of lamenting that they didn't win
1: four or five or six or something like that. Kobe used to talk about that. Just like the idea of when you, when you take into account their personalities, like, and you think about this like a marriage, because this was essentially a professional marriage. Mm -hmm. If somebody would, if you knew two people that were married for eight years, then got divorced you would look at their marriage as a legitimate marriage and just say, you know, they went together eight years and then eventually broke up. But you, you wouldn't think about that as some type of sham relationship. Eight years is a long time. Like I often think about this too in terms of like prison sentences. If you had to do eight <laughs> years in prison, that's legit, man. That is a long, a long time. time. Eight years is a long time. <laughs> long time to be inside as opposed to say like eight days, <laughs> you know, like a shotgun wedding. That's not a very long time to be married, and you know, while those eight days would be probably be pretty hellish, right. well, it's and, not and let's a be, long be, time ve- to be in very sales. clear, neither one of us is going to make it through <laughs> like no, eight years I, or eight days. Sure, the minute we go inside, we're not coming out. No, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure I can just get through the holding cell part of it. you yeah, can do eight hours, <laughs> <laughs> but but that that's a legitimate that's a legitimate time together, and you know, I mean, I remember you and I years ago. We interviewed Duff McKagan, the bass player for Guns N' Roses, um, who is a huge basketball fan. He's a big Sonics fan. He's from Seattle. Still angry at uh, Clay Bennett for moving the team to Oklahoma City. But we we asked about that Kobe Shaq pairing and like the idea of stuff being left on the table, and compared to the, like Guns N' Roses because their heyday was massive. I mean, there was a three or four year window where they were like the biggest band in the world, but it was a fast rise and a just really messy uh really messy disillusion and we asked about the idea of like did you guys leave gold records platinum albums songs on the on the cutting room floor and on the table he's like yeah you know we did but at the same time like there's only so long you can do this but i ultimately i think it's more of a testament to what they were able to accomplish Teams don't stay to get, Brian, like, this is one of the reasons why this is really impressive in a lot of ways, too. Mm-hmm. Even now, teammates that get along, superstars that are actually well-paired, they rarely play eight years together anyway. Okay, let's, because let, this
0: this is one of the other, there are a few things that this anniversary brought to mind, and that, what you're talking about, there kind of gets to another one. Like, I, you know, you go back in those plucky upstart Boston Celtics you know the we believe Celtics of the of the '60s that just got by on cunning and guile. If you if you believe uh, Red Auerbach and whiteness, uh, right? <laughs> that that was helpful.
1: Um, well, like they, whiteness and and the one black dude they brought Russell, in that was better right. than everyone. One, two, else.
0: three, four, five, six, seven in a row. Then or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in a row. Whatever it was, they won a bunch in a row. Yeah. But after that, nobody was winning three in a row. It was an unusual thing, and then all of a sudden, it got. Almost like common enough that people felt like, oh, three in a row is something that should happen. The, S- the Bulls won three in a row uh, twice with, with Jordan and the Lakers did it, you know, uh, you know, after the Spurs won in 99, the Lakers win three in a row. So all of a sudden, everybody's doing it. It hasn't happened since. Um, and while some teams have repeated, nobody's won three straight. Do you think it'll ever happen again?
1: I mean, never ever say is that.
0: a long. I understand. Ever never, is a long time. Never say but
1: never, but the likelihood of it I is think no. really small. I mean, I think be- no. Between the talent that's required and the luck that you need to have, just in terms of things breaking your way, health, like it, oh, during the three-peat for the Lakers, off the top of my head, the only like long sustained injury they dealt with was in two thousand one. Fisher missed most of that season, I think, with a broken foot. But he was available for all the playoffs and played really well. Mm-hmm. Kobe missed, I think, the opening 10 or so games of the 2000 season, like a broken, right. I think a broken wrist or something. But by and large, those teams were really healthy during the regular season and totally intact. Completely until the by
0: the way, until and like and you look at like why this doesn't happen again. Until Shaq know- company time is toe, Carl right. Malone. Right. Exactly. And then they go in, and that's how that. That thing, you know, uh, it doesn't. I mean, obviously the Spurs were in the middle, but like, you know, you go back to them losing to the Pistons, and there's there's that kind of thing that happens, and you know, or you go back to uh what year was it? The the Lakers lost to the Pistons with the the show the eighty nine, yeah, right where Worthy gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that happens. Um, I I just I, I think it's a couple things, like you know, one transcendent star. Backed by Scottie Pippen isn't necessarily going to do it for you anymore. Like it you need other stuff. I mean, LeBron has lost finals. And it's not usually because other than the Dallas series, it's not because he plays poorly, it's because now these teams are constructed so well um, and they're coached so well um, that I think it, it just one guy can't do it, assuming the other team, you know, is 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 good. Um, you know the Warriors are about as talented as any team that could possibly be assembled. you know the, those that they went to five straight finals, but they only won three and not three in a row. Yeah, I just think the mental and physical wear that it takes to do that is is just tremendous. And obviously, like you say, forever is a long time, but I don't see it happening. I mean, I, I
1: would I would bet against it. You know, certainly in my lifetime, I would bet against it the odds definitely don't favor. There there's no question about it. I mean, it really speaks to just how amazing what they accomplished was. Yep. And I, I and mean, I think everybody knows it, but when you when you take into account the lack of frequency with it before and afterwards, it really puts in perspective that 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 was a that was a special achievement. Um all right, let's there's one more
0: question I want to ask about this because that's related to the LeBron AD Lakers now. Like if if the three-peat thing is Something that is is much different, harder to attain, all that stuff. The competition for winning a title, we talked about it all last week, uh, particularly in the West right now, is insane. What defines success for the LeBron AD era? They've already got one
1: championship. Is it already a success? Do they need more? We'll talk about that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Indeed. If you're the hiring expert for your company, what you really need is help making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who makes your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, interview, all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resume match your job description. Only pay for the candidates that have must-have qualifications. Schedule and complete video interviews on in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes hiring the right talent. Fast and easy, and with tools like Indeed Instant Match, giving you quality candidates whose resume on Indeed fits your job description immediately, or the Indeed Skills Test that, on average, reduce hiring time by 27%. According That's to Talent good. Nest, it's, it's really no, no, no. This coming up is great. 27% is good. Listen to this, though. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the other job four sites combined. Times. Yes. That's that's more than a three-peat, by the way. That's a four-peat. It's a four, in terms, a four-peat. In terms of job sites, that's success. It's amazing. So get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Locked on Lakers podcast also brought to you by Built Bar. If you're like me, you need something during the day that uh, can kind of Get you through, whether you're trying to work out, whether you're just trying to get your kids from here to there or get some work done, whatever it is. You want something healthy, but it also tastes good. That's built Bar, high in protein, but low in sugar, low in calories. If you're vain like me, you don't want to get a little hippie. Um, get it's perfect. Yeah, well, I'm trying. Uh, It can only be so vain. Uh, The Improved Built Bar, even more delicious than it was before. They've got 18 flavors to choose from. Even if you're picky, you can find something you like out of 18 of them. Uh, And they will also calm your sweet tooth even without all the sugar because they're coated in 100% real chocolate. And unlike some protein bars, they're actually soft and easy to chew. That is a change of pace. Go to BiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK 15 you'll get 15% off your next order. That's, again, the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Andy, if uh, LeBron and AD only win one title, is that a success?
1: It's a success just because titles are incredibly difficult to come by. I think when you are a Laker fan, that, that perspective can sometimes get warped. When you're, when you're staring at 17, Boston has 17 San Antonio has, you know, five. Chicago has six, and like everyone else, has well, so like good. none or one, or like three, something like that. It, it becomes really easy, especially too, not just the amount of titles, but how spread out they've been for yeah. the Lakers. They're, they're not like the Celtics, where you know, due respect, just, there's some front loading going on with that. <laughs> oh, I mentioned
0: like you know, again, when all of them come in the sixties, I, I it, they count, yeah, but it's count. like. I, I don't find that to be highly
1: relevant to today's conversation. But that being said, though, if they only win one, it would be underwhelming. It would be a relatively underwhelming result for what I think all of us thought was possible with LeBron still playing at a really high level and Anthony Davis in his prime together. You know, two guys mm-hmm. that are really well matched, playing off each other. Their skill sets complement each other really well. It would be underwhelming. I'm not going to lie. It's still a success. It's a success, but it's a more qualified success. I think too. It's like it depends on what
0: else comes. Like I, I I like that you're you're kind of couching. It's like they've it is already successful. The trade was a success. The trade was the right thing. They won a title. Like that was the point of doing the thing. I, I figured. They'd have a reasonable shot at like two in four years. And by the way, still do. They mean they win one in the next two and they hit that um, that target. But I remember when LeBron got here, it was like, you know, how many titles does LeBron have to win for you know for him to get his jersey retired? And it was generally speaking, you know, people thought more than one. There was a lot of that. You need two. Um, two is a guarantee, one is a maybe, none is like, I don't know. And we're talking about LeBron freaking James, you know, playing for your franchise for three, four, five
1: years, whatever it turns out uh, to be. Who knows? May- maybe that window gets extended a little bit further, Brian, if uh, Lonzo Ball could actually be this, brought uh, back. Professional to say. Right. The, the road, by the way, Brian, that, that is the future road to the finals. And today... On the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage brought to you by Michelob Alter. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs, 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little more this season, maybe even next season, if that road includes Lonzo Ball. So uh, for people who missed this,
0: um, Andy and I were referring to silly season in terms of the, the rumor it. mill. It's the best. Um, so Lonzo, um, I guess, has a, an episode of something uh, yeah, I guess he was doing this for uninterrupted or whatever yeah. it was. He's talking to Jackson Hayes and Robert Ory. Um, and I've been dying relayed, to see those two work together for years. On I the know, private, right. Why did it finally happen? <laughs> just, it's just a matter of finding the right project. Yes. Um, in that podcast, he relayed the advice to Jackson Hayes that LeBron gave to him about keeping the main thing, the main thing. Um, and puts that out on Twitter. Appreciate the wise words from Matt King James. Uh, LeBron responds with always a text, phone call, or FT FaceTime away, bro. You know. and Little prayer hands, a fist bump, and a heart, and a crown. And, of course,
1: Twitter reacts by saying, <coughs> yeah, Le- Lonzo's coming back. Lonzo to LA confirmed. Schroeder Confirm. signed and traded to New Orleans confirmed. Right
0: whether he wants to go there or not, doesn't matter. How do you say Mardi Gras in German? But um, because Lonzo's future, (laughs) could be actually Um, because Lonzo's future in New Orleans is very much up in the air uh
1: Schroeder's you know, is he here it's kind of weird but that's another story I hope the whole thing is so Lonzo's like a really back. good fit to me with Zion but what do I know the whole thing I mean obviously
0: but like so I I do you would you would like that excite you with the idea of let's say you could swap out Dennis Schroeder for Lonzo is that a better deal for the Lakers
1: I think it actually could be. (laughs) I I think Lonzo might actually fit what they need. He the last couple years he shot from outside well. He was thirty eight. He was thirty eight percent this year from good volume. Like this, this is a legitimate clip that he's putting it up. uh, Putting it up at. He can be a good secondary. He's not the same type of playmaker that LeBron is. Like he, you know, I, I have not seen Pelicans games as often as we used to see Lonzo on a regular basis when we were covering the teams he was on with the Lakers. So I don't know how how much his pick and roll, you know, pick and roll orchestrating has improved over the last couple of years, like, you know, the ins and outs of it. I know it was not, I know it was not his strength when he was with the Lakers. No, he's much more not, much more free in the open like a hit court. Ahead. But also some of
0: that too was because he didn't you have problems as a pick and roll creator when nobody respects the idea that you sure. might go all the way to the basket, which he didn't want to do because he was terrified of getting fouled. His free throw percentage this year was up around 80% on ludicrously low volume it was taking like one a game but if you can start making them at 80 percent, that might encourage you to go
1: more often. this is what i would say his scoring was not his scoring was not much different in terms of points per game than schruder but it seems like in certain ways particularly with with shooting he might be able to provide a certain type of scoring that this team needed more than what they needed from schruder and you know, I, and he's younger, you know, the, the team. And, and I'll youth. tell you one thing I, that I do think is
0: like, is Lonzo Ball a like great players, obviously a good basketball player. You put him in the right context, but he is as polarizing a player as the NBA has not in terms of attitude, but in terms of like what you do with him. Um, there's sort of a platypus feel to a lot of like how people talk and think about Lonzo. Um, but the one thing he'd be great for, you talked about it last week a lot one thing the Lakers to do transition. next year <laughs> is get into transition faster. Great yeah. rebounding guard, pushes the floor really well, sees the floor really well. My biggest problem with Lonzo, honestly, is he never plays. He played he fifty five played fifty five games again this season. He's only played more than fifty five once and it was last year. Well how many games were in last year's regular season? I forgot seventy two. Okay. So it was seventy two last year? Yeah. Last year and this year.
1: Oh, uh, the, the, the previous season, the, the, I don't the remember the previous season. COVID, I think it was, was COVID like, interrupted. I want to say it was like 56, something like that. Worst movie ever COVID interrupted. Um,
0: so yeah, he missed a lot of time and you know, obviously he played 52 games as a Laker, as a rookie 47, he's heard all the freaking time. Um, but last year was or this year, I should say it was really is, is seemed like his best as a pro I'd, I would be intrigued by having him come back. I tell you, it'd be, it'd be a because as, as, as good a player I think Sh- as Schroeder is, I, I, I I'm I'm up for a new experience. <laughs> go back I to mean, the, just, the old, like the 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 new experience of returning Lonzo. I, I just I could go for that.
1: Here's the one thing, I especially since Lavar is not as much of a thing. I, that's anymore. what I was just gonna say. I just don't want to deal with Lavar again. Like I just don't want that experience to be relived, and hopefully. He's been more in the background lately. Like even with Lamelo breaking out this season, you haven't heard as much from Lavar. It's not even that I think it's going to be a distraction for the team. Just at this point, the dude has lost his fastball. Like even if even if I think you were somebody who was into the Lavar experience before, and full disclosure, you and I were not at all into it. At this point, the dude's a one-trick pony. Like he's he has used all his pitches. I agree. It's gotten old. Um so
0: yeah we'll say and this is something I'm sure we can speculate on uh recklessly throughout the next few weeks and plan to so we'll leave a little bit of it there. Um let's wrap it up when we when uh next on Glenn Davis because we put out a poll um Twitter has spoken, Instagram has spoken, Glenn Davis is a bleephole. We'll talk about that
1: next. <laughs> Locked on Lakers brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball seasons in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. This week, as always, tons of sports action on the go. Get all the latest news, odds, info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to Online on your laptop, mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. As teams are even more neck deep in the playoffs, head to the website. Use your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
0: Um. All right. So, um, it was a uh, was a couple weeks ago. Now, a week ago. Now, whatever it was. Um, Kyrie Irving, uh, goes to center court at the Garden, and he stomps on the Leprechaun.
1: This is during Um, the uh, first-round series where the Nets Nets eventually eliminated Boston. This was the last game that was going to be played in Boston for that series.
0: Former Celtic had said some things about Boston and race uh, questions and racism in Boston and all that kind of stuff that
1: hadn't been talked about before. But obviously... He clearly left the team on bad Um, terms that frankly have not ever really been quite explained, like exactly what is driving all this with Kyrie. and Made a lot of people mad, including Glenn Davis. Well, I was going to say, I will even, before we break down what uh, happened with Glenn Davis, because I think it matters, I will even uh, contend, concede, that the stomping on the Celtics was... Disrespectful to the Celtics because it was meant as disrespect. It was, it
0: was, it was intentional. It was <laughs> right. That it was, was the whole point.
1: It was actually disrespectful. We will concede this point for the sake of conversation. Ultimately, it does not matter. But anyway, in today's game, uh, Sunday or Sunday's, Sunday's uh, game, you'll, you'll be hearing right. this on Monday, Kyrie stepped on. Giannis's foot rolled his ankle. Back. Not in. An adi- By the way, not intending disrespect. That was not.
0: He didn't stomp <laughs> on the foot in an effort to disrespect Giannis. That was no, just no, no this Accidental basketball, basketball stuff.
1: And he he ended up having to leave the game on crutches, walking boot. His availability at this point, moving forward in the series, still unknown. Nets ended up losing that game. Series now tied up two to two, and th- all of a sudden, Twitter was a tizzy because. There was this meme spread around where Glenn Davis says that's the same ankle stomp on Lucky with with a shrug, shrug, shrug emoji. emoji like that- karma look right. it, was, exactly. it
0: should be noted big baby was apoplectic that that he dis, that that Kyrie disrespected Lucky mm-hmm. in, <laughs> in that way right. um, but at least at this point it was like former celtic angry that team was disrespected the notion that a player would relish in another player in the NBA getting hurt is 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 crazy to me like over something like that it's not even like you know it had you know Kyrie done something like you know, Really, you know, took a cheap shot at, you know, swept the leg of 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 you know, uh, Jason Tatum or something like that during the series or something like. If you're a one of
1: their guys, you know, it's still a notoriously dirty player. Like if you're somebody who has been in the league and always been known as, like 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 Kelly Olynyk's reputation, like somebody like that who's got a rep for crossing the line a lot. I'm not saying I would root for that guy to get hurt, but I could at least understand the logic, sort of where the company would say, satisfaction yeah, of it. Right, you dole out this sort of thing, therefore, this is happening to you. Again, I wouldn't root for it, but I at least get the connection. Yes, we put out a
0: poll because I mean, let's let's I mean, Lakers fans can be kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, we, we agree. I mean, you know, yes. Passionate, as uh, is the, maybe the word we're looking for, whatever it might be. No, of course, a right poll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if a former Laker or any player for that matter stomped the Lakers logo or whatever, would you relish in that player getting injured? We have 300 or so votes, and we only put this thing about 20 minutes before, uh, now, we're basically right as we started recording. Um, what do you think
1: the breakdown is? I'm gonna say 89% no. It's not quite as that tilted, but it's 82-18 80,
0: 80 in favor of no. I wouldn't relish that. To yes, I would. Um, some of the 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 responses. This from uh, at Christmas, Gonzo. The logo is literally a basketball. I'm not going to wish harm on him for stepping on a picture of a ball. <laughs> um, it would. Uh, let's see. That silly would remember it and want that team to smash him next time. But uh, definitely wouldn't wish injury. It's a logo says at 7679. Uh, at franchise98BN says, no, I would just want them to lose, but stay healthy. Lakers don't do them to players dirty. No, that's scummy. Like that's all the stuff we're getting. You know, this one, no, flat, no, you don't root for injuries ever. That, by the way, is the correct answer. Yes. I am flabbergasted that a person would, that a former player, would say that in a situation where they, uh, where you know a player in this case Kyrie didn't do anything dirty to to physically harm someone else like Glenn Davis is getting flayed on on uh, social media right now and deserves every ounce of it.
1: It also it it needs to be stated even though this is incredibly obvious. Lucky that leprechaun he ain't real. Nope. Ain't a real person. He does not represent a real person, does not represent a real leprechaun that was ever alive. He is a cartoon. (laughs) People spend the entire game running all over Lucky. That whole effing game. They Mm -hmm. are stepping all over Lucky. It's apparently okay. If Lucky was so sacred, he should actually not be at your center court. Like, if Kyrie, if there was like a statue of Lucky outside TD, and like, Kyrie made a point of filming himself urinating on the statue. Like that's it's way the hell out of go, bounds. You can go to jail for it. Right. I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> that's that I want. I'm not even saying I want him injured. I'm just saying like that's way the hell out of bounds. This is a cartoon
0: law. Well, yeah, but I mean he I mean it was again. It was meant. It was a disrespectful yes. act that was meant to be disrespectful. Right. But like you know, it's like this is. People ask me a lot, like, you know, how does changing well, – like, how do you think – do you think of sports differently now when it's your job? You, some of that is, yes. There's no question that when you cover sports for a living, it changes uh, – and I think this is fairly universal. It changes some of the ways that you look at sports. It, it, it alter can alter your fandom and and all that kind of stuff. But, like, in in this kind of thing, like, grew up a blues fan, love, you know, Cardinals. You know, I got I've got a bunch of teams now that I really like. With this kind of thing, it's not like diehard fandom that guides my thinking. It's the fact that I'm a 45 year old man. I'm basically the same age as Glenn Davis. And as a grown up, I'm not going to wish harm on another person when they do something that stupid or like, you know, meaningless or harmless in the context of my sports. I don't care how much I like a team. To actually wish harm on another human being is not something that grown ups do. Well, the other thing I'm too, just, man, I'm a
1: grown-up now. You, you can't want heated rivalries. Like you can't want, especially in today's day and age where a lot of people complain that the players know each other too well because of that they're all friends, like this stuff right. never gets chippy. You can't want it to be chippier. And I'm sure Glenn Davis is of I I guarantee he is of the mindset of wanting it chipper. He's right. chippier, he's from a different era. Fine, whatever. Back in you my can't. Day. right, you can't want it more chippy more personal, then get upset if a player on another team who used to play for that team relishes in the idea of taking out that team. Can't Mm -hmm. have this shit both ways. Nope, sorry. Um, All right, so Glenn Davis, you suck. Um, It was bad
0: enough when you freaked out over him stepping on stupid lucky anyway again be a grown-up but this is like way worse so um all right um again reminder you can sign up for locked on lakers on youtube um get all kinds of stuff you get the podcast itself and then all the extras that we'll be posting there um throughout the summer and extras from interviews other topics for shows reaction to news all that stuff you sign up for locked on lakers on youtube and you get Access to all of that. You'll know when things go up there. You'll never miss anything. Uh, Locker room Fridays at noon Pacific. Anything else, Andy? Nope. All right. See everyone tomorrow.